Hello. We have success. Two weeks later, Anchor works. <laughs> hey, the fact that I can navigate technology right now needs to be celebrated, okay? All right. This is your party. <laughs> well, you know how I am with technology. We, we fight constantly. That's because you have an Android. Just get an iPhone. You'll be fine. Whoa. All right, Gary. Thanks for that. Team Apple. <laughs> that was great. Know, so right? for, <laughs> for those of you who don't know we're talking to, um, the Willie Gillis is recording with me today. Um, I don't Nobody know why. Knows who I, Nobody knows who I am. Everybody knows who you are. I don't know who I am. <laughs> Sometimes I don't want to know who you are. <laughs> See? So Noted. it. No. What are we talking about today, Willie? This is your podcast. This is not the. This is not the. Minute this, into this. this is not the what I live for podcast where you can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcast. But whatever. Yes, I just plugged my own podcast. You're welcome. Oh my goodness! Why? <laughs> All right, so we're gonna talk about a few things. Okay. Off my head. Now, when did you start your journey? I started my which journey? The weight loss journey or just my life journey? <laughs> when 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 were you born? When and where were you born? I was born on August fifth, nineteen eighty, in Memphis, Tennessee, in a hospital called Baptist at six thirty seven PM. Uh okay, what's your mom and dad's name? Uh they are Mom Gillis and <laughs> Father Gillis. <laughs> Perfect, perfect. And um, how much did you weigh when you were born? It's very important to know this. Eight pounds, two ounces. Okay, well, you've like, you know, bajillion times your size since birth. I'm very proud of you. It's called growth. <laughs> <laughs> All right, when did you start your weight loss journey? My weight loss journey started a Officially on January 6, 2011. Why January 6th and not January 1st like the rest of the world? Because I'm not a weirdo like most of the world. I like to start on weird days like a Wednesday. Was it a Wednesday? <laughs> it was a Wednesday. It was a Wednesday. What was so special about that Wednesday like when you woke up that morning? Um, the month prior, I... Uh, the month prior, my goddaughter was born and I had this realization that I was not going to be alive by the turn by the time she turned five and i like took that whole month to kind of just think about it and then it literally took me a whole month and then like the day before i decided i was going to do do the weight loss journey i actually downloaded an app called lose it which is kind of like my fitness pal but um um i like it a little bit more um i logged all my food in for that day and then realized i was eating three times the amount that i should have been eating and so the next morning I woke up and then I told my wife, I was like, okay, I'm going to attempt to lose weight. And she's like, well, if you're going to do it, I'm going to do it too. And so we both just jumped in head first. What was your starting weight on that first day? I don't know what my actual weight was, but when I first weighed in, it was like 492 pounds. And I think I had to use like the gym, uh, the gym scale because every scale that I could kind of get my hands on did not did not go over like 300 pounds yeah yeah what um what so you said the day before this all started you put everything into like lose it which is like yeah. my, my fitness pal how many yeah. calories were you eating a day uh i was supposed to get like 2500 and i was eating close to like seven seven thousand what types of food were you eating that you uh, can recall any, pretty much anything. I know, I, know, I know that you're old and I know that this was years ago, but what kind of foods were you eating? Uh, prunes and no, <laughs> uh, I was eating, uh, like literally, I was eating all the fast food. So, like that morning, I would go to like a Burger King or McDonald's and get like I know at least two to three sandwiches from there from those places and like a Coke, like a regular Coke. and uh, I don't know my exact order, like Gary Cantrell can remember his order, but like I <laughs> would literally get like multiple sandwiches and some kind of drink and maybe like a hash brown or something for breakfast. And then like 
I would like go to like a pizza place for lunch and eat like damn near a whole pizza by myself, like a whole large pizza by myself. And then like dinner, I would go get something else like from a different fast food place. And then I would still eat dinner like with my wife. And so that was like the regular routine I had. Were you like a get off work, hit up the drive through, then go home type person? Yeah. Yeah. I would literally go to the drive through, get something go home, watch a little TV, wait for her to you know, kind of get off and get off from work. And then I would literally just eat whatever we're going to eat for dinner. So I literally just ate like four times a day, but like an insane amount of food within a, yeah. like, within like an eight to 12 hour period. And how many, so like, what was your weight loss? Like, was it fast? I mean, obviously being 492, like you have a lot of weight to lose. The weight's going to come off quickly. Like what were some of the things that you were doing to get the weight off in the very beginning? I was addicted, addicted to soda. So like I would drink like, I was drinking like a two liter, like no problem. Like I would, I was drinking multiple two liters a a week. I mean, uh, a week, you know, maybe a day. I can't remember. I was drinking a lot of two liters. And so like I cut out soda. That was the first thing I cut out. And so that first week I lost like 11 pounds in the first week just from cutting out the soda and in the walking. How far were you? Uh, it was no more than like five minutes. And then I, every time I would go back to the gym, I would try to add a few more minutes to it. So like five minutes the first time, 10 minutes the second time, like I would keep adding like five minute increments until I got to like 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. What's your back then? Like, was that the only cardio you were doing? Just treadmill walking? Yeah, I I walked on the treadmill from the time I started to until about the end of the first year. And so, like, the first six months, I had already lost, like, 100 pounds. And then the second half of, this, of, the, of the year, I lost another 100. So I lost, two, I lost 200 within the first year doing just doing stuff like that. Just by cleaning up your diet, walking mm-hmm. on the treadmill, basically adding activity. Yeah. What was your, that first year, what was your eating like? Uh, it was drastically different than what I was eating before I started. So I, I would eat breakfast, like I would make breakfast at home, um, stuff like egg muffins and stuff like that, um, like oatmeal. And Ooh. yeah, I would eat stuff like that for breakfast. And then like for lunch, I would do the, like the link with emails and, and I still do those now. And um link with emails and then I would have like a snack in between and then I would eat dinner with my wife. Mm-hmm. So it was, it wasn't. Now, do you, go, ahead. go ahead. Do you, do you enjoy cooking? Was she the cook? Are you the cook? What's the. She was the cook when we first started. Um, once, once I got all the weight down, like once I like dropped the 300 pounds, like that I, I ended up losing originally. Um, I started learning how to cook after that. So like it was about almost two years in uh, to the weight loss journey that I started learning how to cook. Like I, I watched this show on, I want to say, I watched this show by David Chang. Uh, he's a, he's a, like a restaurateur who uh, founded this uh, restaurant called Momofuku. Uh, and it was about ramen. I think I saw some show that he was doing about just like ramen. I think it was called Lucky Peach. It might not have been Lucky Peach. Okay. Uh, well, there's a magazine called Lucky Peach, and and he had a like a like a television show, Mind of a Chef. That's what it was. Uh, and he was talking about just like like Japanese cooking and stuff like that. So like, and he's a Korean guy. So like, I was like intrigued by just the history of just like ramen and cooking and stuff like that. And so I just started learning how to cook from just watching stuff like that. So do you remember that Emerald guy from back in the day that was on like the cooking network or whatever? Mm-hmm. He was the Italian guy. He'd always yell, bam. Yep. So when I was living with my grandpa, this was gosh, 15 years ago, I would watch that show and I'd be like, it'd be really cool to learn how to cook. But you know, I never learned and I'm still not the best cook in the world. Um, but true. besides the point, like, are, are we going to judge my cooking right now? No. Mm-hmm. Okay. Continue. 
but I just but like I I still to this like I'll watch cooking shows now and I'm like that would be really cool but you know like we've talked about this before I don't have the patience for cooking so how how does a newbie like me like learn how to cook give me it's, give me all your it, tips it's it's a thing of you have to be prepared for whatever you're making so if you know you're gonna make like some kind of dish like you have to make sure all the components are already like put together so like if you know you have to chop vegetables and stuff that's put into it go ahead and do those first heat the pan put all the aromatics in cook those first cook the vegetables and then whatever else you're going to add to it add to it so it's it's just it's just a process of being prepared for whatever you're going to cook that way you're not trying to hurry up and try to cut this or cut that or or I, or I forgot this, or like I got to go back to the store because I forgot this, so I have to shut everything down. Like you just have to be prepared for whatever you're going to be cooking. Yeah. So have we met? <laughs> I know you're very impatient. <laughs> I'm impatient. I don't plan ahead very well. I have poor time management. I mean, my appointment earlier, I was five minutes late. So mm-hmm. if that gives you an indication of, yeah, well, you know. I had to shower though. I did two workouts. I like had to shower before going to my appointment. I was not going to show up smelly as all get out. That was not happening. Well, they have this thing called Postmates. You can just order some food and you'll be fine. (laughs) Well, the thing is is, like me being late to my appointment was actually a courtesy to them because had I showed up on time smelly, like it would have been a poor experience. Mm -hmm. So I did them a favor. If that's what you want to think, go for it. (laughs) So you said that you lost 200 pounds in the first year, but you lost 300 pounds total. So when did that other 100 pounds come off? The the last 100 pounds took like it felt like it took forever to come off. So like from January of 2012 till about the end of September 2012. So it took another nine months to get that last 100 off. So in a year and nine months, you lost 300 pounds. Mm-hmm. That's insane. Yep. So then once you got down, because you got down to 192, right? Yeah, from 492 to 192. So once you got down to 192, what was your mentality? What was your, like, how did you feel, you know, seeing a one on the scale? A lot of people talk about Wonderland. You know, I'm on a journey to hit Wonderland. Like, how did you feel when you saw that? I didn't really pay attention to, like, the number on the scale. Like, it was like, oh, okay, I'm 192. But... Then, like, I was in myself in the mirror. I'm like, I don't even know who this is. So I still had that, still had that mentality of like a fat guy. So like, I, whatever I saw in the mirror, it was not what I thought I was going to look like. So I still mm-hmm. had this messed up like body image, and I've always had body image issues. But like, I didn't recognize first I saw in the mirror. So like, when I would go out, and it's funny though because people will like, people would talk to me. Like when I was 192, but when I was 492, nobody would talk to me. So like I just, I felt like like the same people that I try to talk to, they wouldn't talk to me before. Now they're talking to me. I'm like I don't even know who these people are, or I don't even know who I am. But uh, this is not where I'm supposed to be at. So how well? And your wife was doing this alongside you. How much weight did she lose in that same amount of time? That one year, nine months. She. She lost 200 pounds, but she lost hers. She was done by May of 2012. Actually, it might be earlier. I think it was at least by May of 2012. She was done. And has she kept it off this whole time? She's kept hers off. She, um, after she lost 200 pounds, she became a runner. Um, she started doing marathons and she started just running a lot. Um, so I, she didn't really have a bad relationship with food. She would just eat food. Uh, like just because it was good uh, for me I was eating food because I enjoyed it and it was kind of an addiction for me so like and it still kind of is but like for her it was a little bit easier because her relationship with her relationship with food was way easier um, than mine was okay now when did you notice the weight was coming back on um let's see so I was 192 at my lowest uh, I, I started gaining a little bit of weight and I held at 212 for a long time. Um, I held 212 from 
most of I'd probably say most of 2013 and then for a little bit of 2014 and then at the beginning of 2014 I had to have emergency gallbladder surgery because my gall my gallbladder just completely stopped working uh and I think and, and the doctor told me that this was probably because I lost you know 300 pounds within you know less than two years so like I think I just lost weight way too quickly and mm-hmm. just the gallbladder just couldn't keep up with the, with the amount of weight I lost. So I started getting gallstones and stuff like that. So I had to get the gallstones out and I had to get the gallbladder taken out. And so like after that surgery, I slowly started seeing that I was gaining weight and I thought it was because of the gallbladder, but it was because I was just eating whenever I wanted it. I wasn't really tracking or anything. Um, so I think that for the most part, like it's a combination of my relationship with food was still kind of messed up. And uh, I thought maybe like, imbalance with fat and I can just process fat like I used to. So in that, like, you know, you did, you did your year and nine months, you lost your 300 pounds. You held it, you know, you said you gained 20 pounds back. You held it 212 for over a year. Mm-hmm. What was your, were you tracking at that point? Uh, between the time that from 192 to 212, I was still tracking. But then after, after like the gallbladder surgery, I stopped tracking. Okay. What was your, what was your like quality of life like though at, you know, that 212 range for that year ish year and some change? Um, for the most part I was running, like I started running with the, the local running group because my wife was running with them and I was, I wanted to go for like the social aspect. So I would start running with them too. So I was running, um, a lot between being at 212, even after I had the gallbladder surgery, I was still running. Um, but so- oh, so so speaking speaking of running, what flying flying pig flying pig twenty twenty? What about it? You're doing the half marathon with me, right? I'm still fifty fifty. Hey, that's better than the no that I got like a few weeks ago, guys. So we're making progress on Mr. Gillis here. She's really not. <laughs> Let me have this win, damn it! Just because this is your podcast doesn't mean you get a win for me. Who, who else? Who else is committed to the half marathon distance? Just you. Every, Didn't Amber? No, it's just you because everybody else is getting waffles. No, I think everyone else on Sunday is going to go do a workout, and I'm literally going to be the only one running a half marathon on Sunday because I think that five and ten k are on Saturday, right? Yeah, but we're eating waffles on Sunday. Good luck. <laughs> Wait a second. Hold on. I'm running a half marathon and I'm missing out on waffles. Yes. Why can't we just go to waffles after I run my half marathon? Because I'm gonna need to like because waffles are better in the morning. <laughs> We're racing at six in the morning and we'll be done by like ten. No, we'll be done by then. Oh my god, I hate all of you right now, collectively. <laughs> Everyone listening in our group right now, that's all going to Flying Pig. You all suck. They're not listening to you. Like, for, you know, you're the only person that listens to my podcast, so I'm not really sure why I chose to interview you. So I can go back and listen to my talk. All right, Mr. Ego. Uh, I don't go back and listen to anything I do. Just letting you know that. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I rarely do. So, okay, so... You lost the 300. You stayed at 212 for a while. And then mm-hmm. how'd the rest of 2014 go? That's when you noticed uh, the weight was coming back on? Yeah, the weight started coming back on at the beginning of 2014. Because uh, I was still recovering from that surgery. And then, like, it was like a slow incline. It wasn't like, because to be real, like, I was, like I said, I was 212 for a long time. And like, I think now I'm at three 330-ish. 340, I think I'm at 340, 340 ish when I weighed in last week. So, um, so that's what, like 100 and about 130 pounds since then. So, like, I, it's been a slow incline over the course of like between 20, what, 2014 and now of 2019. So, like, it, it wasn't like progressively like I'm going to gain 150 pounds in like, you know, a year. It was over the course of several years. Five years. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? So, like, what did you think attributed to you gain? Was it just you weren't tracking and you were just going back to old eating habits, or like, what was what was happening within you, either like mentally or emotionally, 
that you think contributed to your weight gain? I think that I didn't have this clear picture in my head of who I was going to be when I lost the weight. So once I got down to 192, I didn't recognize who the person was. And I think in my head, I was like, I don't like this. And I think slowly I've been self-sabotaging myself uh, because I identify, I mean, I've always been a big guy. Like I've been a big since I was at least five. So like I identify with being the bigger person in the room. And I think just in my head that I kind of just sabotage myself and, um, you know, I just, I, I, I didn't really deal with like any issues I had with food. Like I, I have food issues that are tied to emotions. So I'm an emotional eater. So like I, I haven't, didn't really fix that stuff and I'm still working on that stuff now. Um, I'm making a lot more headway now than I was a year ago. Um, but like, and I tell people this all the time, like, if you lose a, a, a massive amount of weight, like, you really have to work on that relationship with food. Because if you don't fix that, it the weight's going to come back on real quick. And I've seen several people who, and that we know that um, have that messed up relationship with food, and they're, you know, they're fixing yeah. it now. Now, I've heard you say this before, but I'm going to ask you publicly on a <clears> podcast. <throat> Do you think you lost too much weight? Um, I don't think I did. Um, I think I did stuff the wrong way. I think that if I, if I could change it again and go back, I think I would do more strength training, um, in between those cardio sessions, because I strictly literally did cardio for the majority of my weight loss journey. So Mm -hmm. I was doing a lot of cardio between being on the treadmill or getting on the spin bike or running outside, like all I was doing was cardio. I wasn't doing any kind of strength training until maybe like the last third of that, of that transformation. So I feel like if I went, if I would have went back and and changed some stuff, that's what I would have changed. Now, do you have like a sweet spot? Like, you know how I talk about my sweet spot number of like 180 to 185 to Mm -hmm. 190. Mm -hmm. Do you have like a range you want to, to be in? Are you talking about like, from where I'm now to where I want to go. Yeah. Uh, I don't really have a sweet spot, maybe like somewhere between two and two fifteen. Uh, okay. I feel comfortable at that point. I think just, and, and you know, like the BMI chart is a bunch of BS. So like a lot of people are the bullshit to, measuring index. Uh-huh. I mean, a lot of people are chasing that number of like the healthy BMI and whatever. And like, it's, it's an outdated, it's so outdated. And I feel like, for me, being five eleven, I'm supposed to be at the highest of that of that number is one seventy six, and the lowest I got down is one ninety two. So, like, are you you're telling me that I could have lost another almost twenty pounds and been like, really? a, yeah, like I would have been nothing because like if you've seen those pictures on Instagram, like I was skin and bones, like I was nothing, and that was one ninety two. So, I was now I you- was I was comfortable at two twelve. Somewhere between 200 and 215. You said that you, you know, were doing majority of cardio. You didn't do much strength training. Mm -hmm. So did you have a lot of like loose skin? Yeah, I I still have a lot of loose skin. Uh, Mostly on like my midsection and on my like thighs. Uh, Yeah, uh, midsection, thighs, and like a a little bit on my arms. But like in my chest, like that's really like most of my loose skin is. I mean, I still have it now, but. That that's where a lot of it is. No, not really. Um, it did. It did when I was smaller because, like, like I said, when you're 192, you're like, oh, I should be like skin and bones and like seeing some abs or whatever. And like, you didn't see any of that stuff. It, like, you just it was a lot of loose skin in those sections where you thought that it was going to be like tightened up, and it wasn't. It wasn't what I thought. So I pulled out my tablet because I was curious to see like what my normal BMI would be mm-hmm. based on my height, which I'm, I'm anywhere between five, five and five, six, you know, depending upon my spine, if I have a good day or a bad day, mm-hmm. I should be 150 pounds according to this. I mean, I mean, I haven't, and- I, haven't been, I haven't been 150 pounds since I was like, I don't know, 14 years old. If I remember correctly, I, my wife got down to like when she got down to her lowest, I think she was like in the one 
thirties. Like it was low. It was like one thirties, one forties. It was pretty low. Mm-hmm. And she and she was just skinning up. Like if you go back and look at those old pictures of me and her together, um, like we're both just skin and bones. And we both only did really cardio. I mean, it she, literally she, says in here, for your height, a normal weight range would be from one eleven to one fifty. I would look sick at one at one fifty. Yeah. Like even even at my lowest in twenty fourteen, because you know kind of my story. In twenty fourteen when I got down to one ninety three, like I looked small. Yeah. But I, I mean, can't that's imagine what the, being that's, what, that's what people are chasing is the BMI. And, and I tell them, like, you can't trust the BMI for, you know, what you're looking for. Because that, that's, that's, a, that's a scale that is not, like, measured in reality of 2019 standards. Like, you're not going to be that small. Well, and Rachel and I recently had a conversation and it wasn't during our sex podcast. It was an actual like DM conversation mm-hmm. just about how like average women these days, like this, the average size of a woman used to be a 12. Now it's a 14 creeping up to a 16. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's a lot of people in our community that talk about body positivity. And you and I kind of touched on that the other night. And, and I understand being proud of, of who you are and being and loving yourself. And I, I understand that, but I think that there's an issue with, women who are morbidly obese saying it's okay to be this way because they might be healthy right now. They might not have diabetes or high cholesterol or high blood pressure or have other like health complications. But if they continue their lifestyle at 380 pounds, they're going to develop these, these medical issues. Yeah. Now what are you talking body positivity? Here, here's my thing. Everybody has a choice. Everybody has a choice on what they do, what they put in the mouth, what they, you know, what they will, will not do. Like, if, if that's what you want to do, that's on you. But for me, I, I want to be the healthiest I can be. So I'm going to do the healthiest things I can do for myself. And if you want to be three to 400 pounds and live that life, then, like, you go right ahead. But, like, at the end of the day, like... I can't control what you do. Like everybody has a choice and you know, life is already short enough. So like, if, if that's what you want to do, go for it. But, but, the, but the thing about it is you can't, you can't, like, I can't tell you what to do, but please don't try to tell me that I'm wrong for doing what I need to do. Like that's, 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 that's fair for me is I choose to do this and you choose to do that. And I can't judge yeah. you for that. That's, that's you. If you want to do that, that's cool, but I'm doing this over here and don't judge me for doing what I'm doing. There's been a lot of shame in, in the community lately of weight loss with just people being called body shamers. And, and, and it, I don't think it's that. It's just that, you know, as we have an obesity problem in this country, we have a yeah. childhood obesity problem in this country, but don't worry. Kerbo is going to fix all of our children. <laughs> Cue Daryl's rant from a few weeks ago about mm-hmm. Kerbo. But, um, it's, and I mean, you're a father, you have a daughter, you want to be able to be around for her. So I know that your like weight loss journey years ago started with the birth of your goddaughter, but I mean, how did the birth of your daughter, you know, did that prompt you to want to like jump back on board with all this and get yourself down to a healthier weight? How did she affect this? I mean, I was already trying to lose weight before, you know, she was even here. So um, for me, I just want to, to be able to do the best that I can with just my weight loss and my health. But for her, like, I don't give her all the, like the junk and stuff. Like I give her like goldfish and stuff like that. Like, cause she's, she's two and a half. Like I'm, I'm not going to deny her certain things. Um, well, goldfish are amazing. First of all. Well, yeah. I'm just like, I, I'm not <laughs> going to deny this kid like certain things. Cause like I had that stuff. So I can't be like, Oh, you can't have it because it's got too many carbs in it or it's got too much fat in it. Like <laughs> she's two and a half. Like she's not going to like gorge on goldfish. Like if I give her a package, a small package, uh, a small serving size of goldfish, it's not going to hurt her. Like now if I give her the whole box, then yeah, maybe that's a problem. But like I can control as you know, what she puts in her mouth. 
for the most part. Like mm-hmm. now when she goes to school or to other people's houses, I I can tell people not to give that to her, but they probably they probably are. So like I can't control that stuff. Like she goes over to friends' houses. Uh, we have family friends. She goes over there, and I'm sure she gets all kinds of junk and whatever. And that's fine. But like for me, I can control what goes in her mouth right now. So like if it's in the house, she can eat that stuff, or you know that that's pretty much it. But like I I don't try to control like everything that she eats. Like when it comes to like just like goldfish and stuff like that because she doesn't really eat that bad now she's a picky eater because she's two and a half but you know for the most part mm-hmm. she'll eat she loves fruit so I'm, I'm 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 good with that right but but yeah. for me like will she eat like vegetables and stuff like that if you put those in front of her certain things like she'll like at one point she was eating carrots and now she doesn't really eat carrots um she eats certain things like she's she's like she goes through these phases where she'll eat certain things and then she won't eat certain things the next week so like if i can put her in front of her face and she'll eat it like and that's really like a lot of that is her mom like her mom is really big on her nutrition so like she tries to give her different stuff and if it works if it works if it doesn't then i just need her to eat something um but i'm not going to give her just junk because it's it's not going to solve the problem but, like, so what is your, what is, what is your eating like now, <clears throat> now that you're, you know, I know you're working with Daryl. Yeah. Um, what are you focused on now? Like, what's your activity? What's your eating like? What are, what are some things you're trying to do now to, to, to lose the regain? The food that I eat now is pretty much the same as what I was eating before, uh, before I started like, like starting to regain and stuff like that. So like, um, I have my breakfast. I literally have the same breakfast. I have like three eggs and oatmeal and that's my breakfast. And then lunch is usually some kind of protein and um, some kind of rice. And then like, cause I eat like four or five times a day. So like I'll have like chicken and rice for like lunch. And then like, I'll have something in between that. So I'll have like a, like a lean cuisine right before I go to the gym, just to get a little bit of uh, protein and carbs in me. And then dinner is usually just like some kind of protein and rice and beans and stuff like that. And like some kind of vegetables. So like I literally have the same thing. Now, the problem has been in the past is that that the weekends come and then I just go off the rails. Um, So I've been controlling that for the last few weeks because I started working with Daryl with my nutrition. And that's been a big help. So um, if I can keep my weekends in check, I'm good for the most part. What are you doing for workouts now? Uh, I'm exclusively doing DDP yoga. Um, I'm kind of getting tired of it now, so <laughs> I'm going to probably go back to the gym and do more weights. Uh, I need to get back into doing walking and stuff, um, especially around the neighborhood. But for the most part, I, I, I've, pretty much stuck with the same kind of exercise routine. I'm either doing some kind of like strength training, like yoga or like, or something, something with weights, or I'm doing some kind of cardio, like a walking. Um, I feel like I'm too heavy for running right now. So like, I'm going to try to drop some weight, then get back to running. Just in time to do the flying pig half marathon with me in May. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Maybe. Now, uh, what about like, do you like fitness classes? Are you a fitness class person? Yeah, I unfortunately like my gym doesn't like they have some some like some classes that I like, but for the most part, I do the like spin classes because those are the ones I like the most. Um, <laughs> Can we talk about your quote from a few weeks ago? <laughs> nope, we're not talking about that. Um, so <laughs> wait, I okay, mostly... so hold on, hold on. So <laughs> I had a conversation with Willie about how um actually so kim my friend my girl kim my girl kim used to have uh she used her instagram handle used to be easy being fat now it's kim d850 she's hilarious follow her she's amazing she everyone was telling her you know she was like i need to pick up some different gym routines this was a couple years ago and everyone's telling her to do spin classes because spin classes were like the cool thing a few years ago she comes on like her video this is back when like videos on instagram were what like 15 seconds some shit mm-hmm. like that. And she's like, Y'all did not tell me 
that these damn spin bikes were going to hurt my vagina so bad. And like my vagina was going to be screaming. And so a few weeks ago, when Willie told me he was going to a spin class, I was like, be careful of your vagina. Yep. (laughs) So Willie has to be careful of his vagina when he goes to spin class. I've been doing spin classes since like 2013. So like, it's not that as easy for me. I did 10 minutes on the spin bike. What was it yesterday? No, day before. Lightweight. <laughs> um, <laughs> I need some padded bike pants for those seats, not, okay? They are not if you, comfortable. If you do it more often, it gets easier. Like, the vagina acclimates to the spin bike seat? Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> yeah. Your words, not mine, but pretty much. <laughs> I'm going to have to ask Jack how um, his vagina feels. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, it. I've been doing the spin bike for, like, a long time, and you get used to it. That first six times you do it, you're like, oh, why does this hurt so bad? But once you're on it, like, you're you're on it. Yeah, I need to find my padded spin pants. Like, I'm just, because I want to do a spin class, but I. Mm. You're going to die. <laughs> I used to, no, I used to do them all the time. Like, I honestly used to do them all the time in 2012 and everything. Like, when I was losing weight for my wedding and. I have padded spin pants. I know there's somewhere in that, you know, the spare room that I showed you. Yeah, there's somewhere mm. in there. I just need to find them. They're probably mixed yes. in with math clues somewhere or something like that. Who knows? Or maybe right, he borrowed right. them and I'm never going to see them again. He might have them on right now. Ew. Gross. It's a saying. <laughs> what, um, what are some of your, do you have any like trigger foods? Like foods that like, downward spiral quickly uh any kind of sweets pretty much um pizza like, are we I talking like and ice cream or no like i'm so weird like i i will like well, down yeah, a bra- like brownies and stuff you what i don't like brownies you don't like what i don't like brownies no i love them so like i have to like make sure like i don't have them made in the house or just have them like um, like anywhere near me when I'm grocery shopping because I will probably go buy them and I will like consume like a whole package because <laughs> it's I and it's just brownies. It's not like chocolate cake or anything. It's like literally just brownies. And I've always well, been a fan of brownies. And you you know pizza is my weakness. Yeah, it's so bad. Your plain cheese pizza. Yeah, my plain cheese pizza from Blind Onion is my weakness. So I was trying to figure out, remember how I told you, like, I have a gluten and a lactose sensitivity, but pizza from this particular place does not bother me. Do they have a gluten-free crust they, or something? They, all their pizzas are gluten-free. Oh, okay. Like, I didn't know this until I finally asked someone, like, a week ago when I went in. And I was like, do I have to say gluten-free if I want gluten-free? And he was like, no, all of our crust is gluten-free. And I'm like, no wonder. That's why you love it. So maybe but the, but the lactose ain't helping you though. <laughs> oh, dude, I'm just well, and I can't have peanut butter right now. Do you know I had to turn down peanut butter cookies yesterday? I bet. I, my, I feel like my life is ending. This 30 days it's of no not. peanut butter is literally killing me inside. I mean, I'm doing. I don't even know how many days this no soda thing's gonna last, but literally, I'm doing no soda for. I think they said 100 days. I don't know how many. <laughs> I don't know what Daryl put. I think I think Daryl Daryl said as many days as you can go, which Daryl, I'm official. I drank soda today. I had a ginger ale because my stomach was upset. I, mean, I feel like ginger I'm ale just... should not count. Uh, is it in a can? Yes. Then it's soda. No, like I even, <laughs> I even Googled it. Remember when I was sick the other week? I Googled if ginger ale was considered soda. <laughs> Literally, I Googled it. And it's like, yes, it is. And I'm like, damn it. Yeah. But I bought the mini cans. Don't I get some brownie points for that? You don't get any brownies. But anyway. No, because you'll eat them all. Yeah, I will. Are you going to make That's the thing, though. Like, any, before before we continue, are there any other foods that I don't eat that you want to make fun of me for right now? I mean, I'm just, you're just weird because you you will only eat plain stuff. Like, so you will only eat cheese pizza, and what was that other thing that you said you will only eat like 
You said something else that you would only eat like plain. I can't remember oh, what it was, but burgers. Burgers. I don't put anything on my burger. Just meat. That's right. And then you only eat turkey burgers. I only eat turkey burgers. Yep. I don't eat bacon. See, she doesn't eat bacon, which I think is fairly weird, but okay. I don't eat bacon. (laughs) I don't eat bacon. You don't drink drink coffee either. Yeah, I don't. I was going to say, I don't eat bacon. I don't drink coffee. I don't drink beer. I'm apparently the most un-American person in America. So we can just call you Bland Betty. How about that? No. No? Bland Betty. I just gave you a nickname. Yeah, I gave you a nickname. All right, Daryl, now we know what to put on the back of my t-shirt for Flying Pig. Bland There you go. (laughs) I could have called you Bland Bland Blanche, but it doesn't grow off a tongue. Golden Girls is amazing, first of all. That's all I think. You're not a Golden Girl. Blanche. Um, when I'm like, I'm going to be Betty. <gasps> no, Betty White. There we go. Bland Betty works. I'll accept Bland Betty if you compare me to Betty. Oh, Cause she's amazing. I, I won't. <laughs> she literally talks about, so everyone's like, uh, you know, they talk about how like men are tough. Men have balls, blah, blah, blah. Women push babies out of their vaginas. Vaginas are much tougher than balls. <laughs> I feel like I feel like Betty White is immortal because every year you think, oh, then she died, and then like she's still going. You're like, how old is how she still? I don't know. How old do you think she is? Let's let's do that. She's got to be like in her late eighties, I would think. I want to say she's like ninety two. You might be right. I probably am right because I'm right about everything. Here we go. Woo, we were both wrong. This bitch is 97. 97? January 17th, 1922. She's going to outlive everybody. She's never going to die. At this point, no. Okay, we'll see. Okay, Betty White's been married three times. So I've been married once and now I'm divorced. I still get two more marriages, right? Is that how this works? No. Why not? Those are not the rules. Why can't I be as cool as Betty White? You're not on her low. <laughs> Man. Okay, so she married this guy in 1945, divorced him in 1945, okay? So she's, what, 23? Then she married this other guy in 1947, divorced him in 1949. Third time's a charm, married him in 1963, and then the guy died. She's been a widow since 1981. But you know what? I have a feeling Betty White gets laid more than all of us put together. I thought it was a fitness podcast. What is this? <laughs> <laughs> you called me bland Betty, reminding me of Betty White. Then I Googled her, okay? This is how this you works. This went down this really bad rabbit hole that nobody wants to listen to. This is why I'm not allowed this on sounds like, This is why I'm not yeah, allowed on Dumpster like, Fire. Yeah, I was going to say, this sounds like Dumpster Fire. This is what happens when we talk, Willie. Why does this surprise you? Because it, it does. Okay, well. All right, um, back to fitness. Okay, we said we we're going to talk about this. Who are some of your favorite accounts to follow on Instagram? Um, well, obviously there's me. Wanna... Duh. No, you're okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I follow people like, like Gourmet and... Uh, like Gourmet Goes Keto and uh, James Aaron Simpson, like a lot of people who are like into like the mindset stuff. Um, there's another person that I've been following for a little bit. Uh, her name is Hazel Gill. Um, she wrote this book called The Mind Monster Solution, which is, has a lot to do with like changing your mindset about self sabotage. Um, there's another lady named Nicole LaPera. La- La- uh, she's the holistic psychologist i think that's name her name and she does a lot of this stuff with uh, like journaling and and mindset stuff too so like i follow those kind of people so when is mr willie gillis going keto never i've done keto i have done it i when keto first came up and people were talking about it on instagram i was like let me just try this so i literally tried it for like a month and i did not like it 
Like it works. It, it, I mean, you drop weight. I'm not gonna lie about that. But why didn't you like? It, it? just wasn't because I don't have a gallbladder, as you know from 2014. So like, it's hard for me to process fat without a gallbladder. Like I can process a little bit of fat, but like for keto, like 60 to 80 percent of the diet is is fat. So like, I would have to take a digestive enzyme multiple times a day to keep up with that amount of fat coming in my system. Gotcha. And that's just not for me. I have one more question for you. Technically I have two more questions, but this question you're going to love. When is Mr. Willie Gillis going to work on toning up his muscles? I don't do toning. Why do you hate that? I do strength training. I do strength training. I don't do toning. Why do you hate the word toning? I mean, you know why I hate the word toning. <laughs> you're trying to you're trying to bait me, and, and I'm, it's not going to work. Okay, I have one one final question for you. Mm-hmm. Who's your favorite person? On what? In life or what? Yeah, we'll do in life. Yeah, we'll do that. My daughter. Do- my daughter. Well, I can't fucking compete with her. She's adorable, and she's two and a half. Well, you said who my favorite person is. I gave you an answer. I can't choose my daughter, uh, somebody over my daughter. I'm just saying. Whatever. I was assuming you were going to say Daryl, and then I was going to be like, great, not even on the same level as Daryl. Why would I say Daryl? He's the podcast. I can't even get on Daryl. Wait, is Daryl the reason you started podcasting? Yes. Fucker. Me too. I guess everybody like that. 40, 41 days ago, I had a conversation with Daryl and was like, I'm starting this 100-day challenge. I'm excited. I thought about doing a podcast, and he's told me before that I should. And he was like, just do it. Just start it. Come be on my podcast. And I was like, okay. So we tried to do an episode, and Anchor hated me that day. And then we recorded with him, and then I was like, well, I guess, I guess I'm doing this. And here I am, 41 days later, rambling. I mean, I've been doing it since October. Of last year. Yeah, but I have more episodes than you. Of course you do, because you do yours daily. And you listen to me ramble daily, so what does that say for you? That you're going to get burnt out after 100 days? I'm probably not going to podcast for 100 days after that. Well, I know you won't, because you're like, uh, I've done 100 episodes straight, so I'm good. I need it. Well, I feel like I need to give people an extra 100 days to get caught up. No, they're fine. <laughs> Because <laughs> nobody listens to my podcast. Thanks, Willie. I, I started this podcast on October 6, 2018. I had to look it up. <laughs> what uh what are your favorite things about podcasting? What do you enjoy about it? What do you like about it? Uh I like that I get to talk to people. Um because I'm pretty much an introvert. I don't really like talking for the most part. <laughs> like I find that really hard to believe. Anyways, it, it it is. It really is. Like I I can put out some energy with like talking to people, and then I have to like, like, put myself in like a hole. So pretty put much, like, time out. be by myself. <laughs> pretty much, so, like I have to like recharge. So like that's how I recharge. But like for the most part, I like talking to people. So and I like picking people's brains and just figure out who they are and what makes them tick. So like I, I enjoy that about podcasting because before I was doing um, when I was doing the podcast, I was doing just me talking to a microphone. Um, kind of like this and just recording it and putting it out and i remember i did the first two or three episodes like if you look at my feed like there's two episodes on there it was actually three before i like took a break um and then start back again to january um but for the most part like i i just did solo episodes for like the first 16 episodes of, of the podcast and then i was like let me just start talking to people because I, I find that a little bit easier and like you can kind of get a conversation going and then you can have this flow where it just kind of goes wherever you want it to go and i just started doing that and then i started just enjoying that so that's that's what i've been doing for the last what 12 13 episodes so far of your 12 or 13 interviews who's been your favorite person to interview um yes you have to pick somebody the one I was the most excited, the most excited about was talking to Katie Dalebell because she was one of those people that 
she has a podcast called Let It Out, and I was listening to it for a, a, like a, like a long period of time. Like I, I had just kind of discovered it when I started doing the interviews, but I knew about her like two years before that. So because she wrote a book called Let It Out, and it was about journaling, and I didn't think she was going to do the podcast, so I like literally DM'd her and was like, "Hey, do you think you would like to do my podcast?" And she immediately DM'd me back and said, "Sure." So like, I was most excited about that one. Unfortunately for that one, like if you go back and listen to it, there was a lot of technical issues, which I was kind of upset about, but um, she did say she was going to come back on like down the road. So hopefully I can get uh, get her back on again and we can talk about more stuff than what we talked about. I feel like you had a lot of technical issues with your uh, podcast with Nikki Hines, too. Did I? I want to say maybe possibly. No, that was Leah. I had a lot oh, of issues with Leah's podcast too because Anchor kept breaking. Uh, every Anchor seven minutes, Anchor would break. Anchor's been a pain in the ass. Really glad it's up yeah. and running because we were. When were we supposed to record? Like a week, like ten days ago, like a week well, and a half ago. Like a week and a half ago, yeah. Wait, wasn't it? Well, no, wasn't it my day? Th- oh, it was my day thirty, and today's day forty-one. So yeah, eleven days ago we were supposed to record, and yeah. Anchor was down for what, like a week. Mm-hmm. But didn't we determine that you broke? Anchor because you went on the uh, Rachel and Daryl show. You, you went weekly, exclusively yeah. on the Daryl Perry network. <laughs> That's my tagline now. That's what the tagline I use for every any, anything that Daryl is associated with. I just say ex- exclusively on the Daryl Perry network. Oh my gosh! He's got his own network. He's Oprah. I told him that last night. I was like, "You're the new Oprah podcast." Oh, on the shit show podcast that you did? Oh, boy. When's that coming out? Because I'm actually excited to listen to that. So if you're listening to this on the day this comes out, Saturday, it'll be out Wednesday. Okay. Okay. That is what Joey told me. And that's going to be on Joey's podcast. Joey, Joey Losing Weight. Joey Losing Weight. Now, do you listen to everyone's podcasts? Are you, no. are you one of those nice friends? No, <laughs> I do not listen to everybody's. I don't have enough time to listen to everybody's stuff. And and but, now it's well now that like the the podcasting kind of like boom has kind of slowed down. Like there are certain people who do a podcast and they have they have kept doing it, but like for the most part, like a lot of people were doing podcasts and then it just kind of fell off. But can we so, agree that Emily needs to bring her podcast back? Emily and I told her I was like reshape it pivot do whatever you need to do and just bring it back I don't know her cooking tutorials I'm really learning a lot right now on her Instagram stories are you sure I mean she's dumbing it down for people like me this is helping well you should tell her that open bag put it in a bowl apply the dressing shake it up these are the kinds of instructions I need (laughs) I told her I, I told her she needs a YouTube channel. Like of her cooking tutorials? Yes. That channel would blow up. That'd be great. I'm just saying. I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna endorse that as well. Um, I'll tell her she needs to do that. And then I think on YouTube as a comedy thing. Chelsea's bringing back her podcast for her chip chat. And I'm supposed to be on it sometime. Yeah, I don't know chat. when. Huh? I wanna be on chip chats. I need to message her. I reached out to her. I was like, I'll do it. She is. Like, I don't mind being on somebody else's podcast. Today's I, I your birthday. We should say happy birthday to Chelsea. I already did. No, like in the podcast, Willie. No, you got it. <laughs> you are just impossible sometimes. I know. So why is it that you get blamed for everything? I mean, everybody, somebody's got to be a villain. When Dar- what is it that Daryl says? No one can get away with the stuff that Mr. Willie Gillis gets away with? I, I'm laughing because somebody sent me a screenshot that they got. It's one of our close friends. Like They sent me a screenshot in text that somebody got mad because they thought I was being mean to them. Like, seriously mean to them in like a comment section. And they were like, no, that's just Willie. That's what he does. And they were like, oh, okay. <laughs> You're, I mean, you have a sarcastic sense of humor, but you've never actually been mean to me. 
This is true. You've never been mean to but Rachel. At this, at this, I've never been mean to Rachel ever. It's the accent. She's I, the sweetest. She's it the is the accent. And I told her that. I was like, I can't be mean to you because it's your accent. And she was like, what are you talking about? I was like, it's your accent. I can't get mad at you for anything. I mean, I can't be mean to you for anything. She's just the cutest little thing, isn't she? She's okay. <laughs> I gave you a perfect opportunity to pay Rachel a very nice compliment. And you're okay. It's because it's your podcast. Oh, my gosh. So, uh, update. Biscuit finally moved from the um, tile floor to the couch. And now she's peeing. Oh, my my God. So, for those of you who don't know, I have a two-year-old corgi. We're having um, potty issues. She's rebelling because I am not. She's potty training her dog. I'm potty training my dog. I just got divorced. I'm learning how to cook. My life is going fantastic, people. Fantastic. So, that means that Valerie is being domesticated. I have no clue why. Lord, how does all of that ever become domesticated? Jesus. She'll be doing laundry next. She has tutorials for that. Emily, I need laundry tutorials. Wait, wouldn't Crystal be the one to take laundry tutorials from because she leaves her laundry in the dryer for like a week? I'm not commenting on. <laughs> Wait, how did your how did your no, that's Amy. week go? I that feel way. no, I feel like Crystal talked about that the other day, but I mean. The thing is, is, like, I have no excuse to leave my clothes in the dryer because, like, A, it's just me. I don't have a lot of laundry to process, and I don't have a child to, like, interrupt me every five seconds. So I'm just lazy when it comes to laundry. Let's be real. Correct. Why do laundry when I can just go buy new clothes? I mean, it's only expensive after a while. (laughs) I'm fucked. Pretty much. What else did you want to discuss here, Mr. Willie Gillis? I mean, I feel like we've been going for 57 minutes. <laughs> Do you have anything else to discuss? I mean, you didn't answer my question. You didn't even discuss your workout today. Nobody knows what you did today. What I did today? Usually you come on here, you're like, today is day 40 and I'm talking about that. Like, go ahead. <laughs> First of all, I do not sound like that. Okay, well, today is day 40 of 100. Oh my god, you're such a friend. Today's day 41 of 100. Willie's a jerk. Crystal, I agree with you. You're Um, welcome. (laughs) I did Zumba for an hour this morning and then I came home and I ate breakfast because I was starving Marvin. And then I did my beach body workout, which was with a cardio meltdown. It was all hit cardio and I got really sweaty. It was terrific. It was a good day. It's a five, what is it? Five seventeen in the evening. And I already have 15,000 steps for the day. So it's been a good day. Overachiever. How many steps do you have, Mr. Willie Gillis at 7 p- 717 at night? Less than, less than you. You're welcome. How much less though, Willie? I, I don't know. Have you even left the house today? I have left the house three times today. Where'd you go? What'd you do? Who'd you see? Did you have fun? Why are you worried about where I'm going? <laughs> stalker? I'm just trying to make conversation. Yeah, I'm such a stalker. I live 2,000 miles away. Internet is a cool place. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to use Big my brother. time machine or my private jet and just fly over to where no, you, you are. Right, time machine, go for it. <laughs> You are impossible. Oh, I am not impossible. So, what are you hoping for for the rest of 2019? To get my mind right with food. That's what I'm working on right now. Well, uh, Daryl is not a psychologist, so you might need more help. I'm journaling, journaling every day and trying to get my mind right with food. And you do and your it's gratitude. It's a slow process. And my gratitude list every morning. And it's a slow process, but it's working. I can one see. Of these, one of these days, I'll make it on the gratitude list. One of these days. I mean, I think everybody's made it on the gratitude list at some point. 
Yeah, but you haven't like specifically. Do you have actually? You you've put some yeah. you've put some names up there before. I've seen that. Yeah, it's it's been a while. I hadn't done that since August. I'm not beginning of August. You were on it. Was I? Yes, back like August sixth, you were on it. Like my name. Yes, like you were number nine. You're almost number ten. You almost had number eleven, which is not on the list. Eleven <laughs> is my favorite number, by the way. Wait, well, sure number twelve. Do you save them though? Like, do you save all of them? Like, two they're all in a they're all in a highlight on my Instagram. Are they really? Every, yes. Apparently. Every morning I save them to a highlight. I don't think I don't I've never even used highlights on Instagram. Am I not? I feel like I'm behind the times. You should do that. For what though? I just keep them on there just so I can go back and look. I'll at just them. save them. I mean, I have them I'll just my, save dog pictures I mean, to my highlights. I mean, I have them on my phone too, but I save them. I save the gratitude list on the highlight and the podcast stuff on the highlights. You know what would have been a good idea? Saving all of my calendar pointing pictures to a highlight. Like, not all of them. You can go one. back in your archive. You can go back in your archive. Yeah, it's a lot of work. Maybe I'll just upload like day like one, 10, 20, 30. You know what I mean? Like the tens. Or you can do all 40 of them. People but then it's just the same picture 40 times in a row. Yeah. Daryl makes fun of my. Daryl makes fun of my pointing photos. Did he do your pose yet? No. I. So the pose challenge went <laughs> around. Nobody did my hand on the hip pose and nobody did my calendar pointing pose. I was pretty, pretty sad that I wasn't included in that actually. Eh, you didn't make it. I feel like I'm still, I'm still the newbie of the group, though. I mean, I got a pose. What pose do you have? No, I had, a, I got, I got my pose like posed. Amy did it. What? But what pose is yours? The one that's on my podcast art artwork. Oh, the black and white one. Yeah, Amy did it. Amy's amazing. I love her. She's okay. I currently don't like the fact that I'm in a step bed because of her, but like my feet. I'm supposed to. I'm supposed to. I'm supposed to do a podcast with her. We'll see if that happens. She says she's scared. <laughs> well, we've been talking about me coming on your podcast for like a month now, and that's never happened. Yeah, yeah, that's 2020. I'm being pushed to 2020, guys. Yeah. You didn't know I'm already booked out to 2020. All right, Gary Cantrell. No, I think I'm worse than Gary because <laughs> Gary's only like booked out for like a month. I'm booked out for the rest of the year. What are you talking about? Nobody likes you that much. <sighs> I beg to differ. So I have okay. I do have one final question. Here we and then go. We'll wrap this up because it's just been like 30 minutes of us just brambling back and forth this is what we do this is what we do anyway this is what we do it's ridiculous for how we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> um are you or are you not running half running the flying pig half marathon with me in may i'm running the flying pig i don't know if it's the half or not i hadn't decided yet if i had the money i would just sign you up for the half myself but you know i think i'm gonna do the, i think i'm just I, I think I'm just going to do the piglet. How about that? Aren't you too old to do the piglet? Nobody's ever too old to do the piglet. What are you talking about? You're like 96. So how are you going to do the piglet? That is Betty White, and that's not me. 97. Anyway, close enough. You're one year off. Congratulations. No, but isn't the piglet like the kid race? Yeah, I'm doing the kid race. I'm going to be the oldest kid out there at heart. <laughs> <laughs> no, chronologically, too. Willie, just say you okay. do the half marathon with me and make me the happiest person on the planet right now, and I'll stop bugging you about it. Valerie's going to do the half marathon for me. She's going to have two bibs. Mind you, this gentleman I'm speaking to right now, y'all, did a half marathon in what, March? Yep, on a whim. I signed up for it and did it like two weeks later. Whereas I trained for four months and had four stress fractures the last time it didn't happen. What a weirdo. All right. Well, you just have to go bust bust one out. This is why we're not friends. Uh, this is exactly why we're friends. But <laughs> can you keep telling the world that? 
Well, as always, Willie, I enjoy talking to you for some unknown reason. I have no clue why. <laughs> figure it out. We'll both. Okay. <laughs> You'll figure it out. <laughs> well, thank you for coming on, sharing your story with me, making fun of me like you always do. You're welcome. So, uh, when do I get paid for this? Uh, I'll have Daryl send you a check in the mail. Yeah, his, his check's gonna bounce. No, he doesn't. He send checks to Crystal's son all the time. Those seem to work. Yeah, I'm pretty sure those things bounce. <laughs> um, I'll have my agent talk to your agent, and we'll we'll uh, coordinate this. Yeah, I don't think that's gonna happen. But okay. <laughs> All right, Will. Well, you take care. We will talk soon, and I appreciate you coming on. No problem. <laughs> take care. Bye.